In this episode, Katie Armstrong from Campbell River, British Columbia, Canada, joins me to talk about her journey to finding resiliency. Katie has been in the fitness industry for 30 years and has worked with individuals of all ages from teenagers to seniors. She shares with us how and why she started a career in fitness and how she taps into her own wellness to manage the stressors she encounters. Making wellness normal is her motto and I'm sure you'll be inspired to create a strong foundation of health after listening to her story. All that and more on your wellness. Hi, and welcome to Your Wellness. Uh, Today's episode, we're going to be talking all about wellness and health and fitness and hope. And I want to introduce you to Katie Armstrong, who comes to us from Campbell River, BC. Katie is an entrepreneur, she's a coach, she's a mentor, and she's on a mission to promote and make wellness normal. And she's going to explain what that all means. So welcome to the show, Katie. Thank you for having me, Lisa. I am so excited to be here today. Now, Katie comes with us, comes to us with a ton of experience, a ton of enthusiasm, and, and a wonderful, resilient story. So, Katie, you are a fitness guru. You are all about being healthy and promoting health and supporting others in their journeys. Let's go back to where that passion started. What, what fueled that fire? How far do you want to go sure. back? Sure. Um, six months in, my dad uh, passed away. Uh, this month, actually, is his uh, 30th anniversary of his death on May 26th. And on May 26th, I, I lost my dad. I was at home when it happened. And it was, it was very shocking, obviously. Um, Looking back, though, he had suffered a heart attack at the age of 36, a massive one at 36. He had another one at 46. And he passed away at 56. At that time, I took some time off of teaching aerobics because I was 19 and I was angry at the world. I was, I was just sad. All I could think about was heart attacks and I didn't really have the resilience in me. I was 19 years old. I didn't have the capacity to teach. So I took about six months off from teaching and went back at it. And I, I, I don't want to say that's when I got super passionate about it, but I got a little bit more curious about my family history. And I continued to teach. I then got into some bodybuilding and experienced that whole part of life. And it was when I had my uh, first son, already now owned a gym for about uh, three, four years. And I was in a situation where I'm self-employed, own a gym, no mat leave. And now my mom has had a heart attack. I was back at work pretty quickly after I had Jack, um, about four days after, and I was able to bring him to work with me. And that's when I realized I have a baby, I have a business, and I have now a sick mom. And I really... Those situations with your parents, did that scare you into maybe a family history or what's possible if you don't take care of your health? Or was this just a big surprise all around? it made me look back and see how their life was, how they were living and how I perhaps wanted to change things for myself. And it started with myself, like changing the way I'm living and my health. And 
at the time, again, I had my gym and I was, I worked closely with clients at the gym and I really wanted, I've, I've never stopped wanting to help other people live differently, including my mom. She got a little bit healthier and, um, and then she got sick as well. I had three children and it was when Casper was about two years old, my youngest. So I have Jack is my oldest and then Danica and Casper. And when Casper was about two, I separated from their dad and I left the gym. So I no longer had the gym. And at that time, I didn't know what I was going to do. And I opened another business, another wellness business. And it was a business where I brought fitness to people. So I traveled within my community. I lived in a small community. I now live in Campbell River, but I actually have only lived here two years. And I lived in Thompson, Manitoba. Your viewers can look it up on a map. It's very Northern <laughs> community. And it's a community that has everything you would ever want. It's just very far from um, a big major center. So I lived in this community and I, I created another business. So I did personal training. I did speaking gigs to companies that wanted my energy and, and, and knowledge. I then started senior fitness programs for our community. And that's when things kind of took off in really wanting to normalize wellness for all ages. Now, your story has a lot of zigzags and pivots and successes and challenges. I want to I want to really focus now on you and your resilience and your innate ability to find the good and finding gratefulness and finding purpose in your life. So maybe we can fast forward a little bit to where you developed that resiliency. Like, did you know you had it? Did you even know it was a thing? And, and yet you really, really needed it to, to raise your, your three children alone and then support yourself and kind of explore that part of your life. Let's fast forward maybe to when I moved out West, because that's kind of a big, it was a big um, move. What brought me out West, um, I was married and my husband had a job that was here in Campbell River. And I, I had that career back home during all my years, Lisa, I really valued good books, podcasts, YouTube videos, quotes. I even have tattoos on my body that remind me of good messages. <laughs> I wear bracelets. I, I've always felt that what you surrounded, what you surround yourself with, you become, whether it be people or um, my resiliency. I didn't know was such a thing until I started reading more about it. This is just who I am. I've always kind of had, I'm very faith-based. I'm very hopeful. And so I'll go at things and I'll envision it being okay. I use gratitude like it's my job. And I've used gratitude journaling for decades. I can say that because I have decades of journals. I really have put a focus on looking for the good in my days. Motivation is something that I don't always have in this, in this line of work, right? In, in wellness and in fitness and in, in eating the, the, the maybe healthier food choices. But habits and routines and rituals are things that I've, I've had a good grasp on for a while. 
And when I'm going through a turbulent time, a challenging time, those habits, those routines, those rituals are kind of like my, my best friend. Like they're the things that are with me no matter what. And the beauty of that for your listeners is they're yours. When you build those habits for yourself, journaling, drinking the water, eating those healthier foods, having those thoughts, like when you create that for yourself, it's there for you to tap into when you need it most. Ironically, just this week, I needed them. And I was feeling low. I just had real life moment and I wasn't feeling great. And so a few of the things I did, reach out to some friends that I know I can talk to and be real with. And I also listened to music that lifted my heart and my soul. It's not always a serious book that I got to read. Sometimes I just need a good song and move my body. I've recently started dancing, (laughs) which has just been fun for me, a nice outlet. Um, And so those are the tools, I guess, that I've used. I do have a very strong resilience to me. It's funny, I was just looking, I have AirPods in front of me. They were a gift from a really good friend and mentor of mine. And she had them personalized with the word resilient on them. Prominent word in my last six months or so that's got me through a really challenging time. So Katie, that the foundation that you've created, your consistent behaviors, like you said, like taking care of your body and having that strong foundation already solidified, I think is a brilliant message because that is resilience. When you have that in place, the stuff that comes and goes unexpectedly, you you can manage it because underneath all that, you've got your foundation of strength, which is how you live your life in a healthy way. You're drinking your water and you're sleeping and you're eating and you're exercising and you're having gratitude. Because a lot of people st- struggle and, 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 and break and they wonder how would someone like you manage all the challenges that you faced and come out daily, weekly with gratitude. And I'm hearing this from you, maybe for the first time in a different way, that we need to really secure that foundation of that strength of how we take care of our body so that we can be resilient and all that other stuff that happens is going to, we're going to be able to figure it out. I'm hoping our listeners really are hearing that from you and how that is, that is resilience and that is necessary. I've, I've worked with thousands and thousands of people over the years, whether in person, I've taught group fitness, I've done one-on-one again, all ages I've trained young hockey players, right up to my oldest clients back home. I was teaching fitness classes three times a week in personal care homes through it all. It doesn't change a lot. The way I would train an 18 year old, of course, the workout's different than the way I train a 90 year old or an 80 year old, but basically we need to start to do the thing. I always say this, start adding to your, if it's, if it's nutritional stuff, start adding in the things, add water, add some veggies. Like, don't feel like you got to take away all the stuff. Cause I think when people feel like everything's ripped away, we feel, we feel that's when we start to struggle. Um, I also work physically on myself and emotionally. 
I would say the emotional piece, again, got greater as I'm getting older. If, if, and when I meet young ones, like I call my, you know, teenage clients, young ones, when they got a grasp on that, oh, I celebrate them. I'm like, you are miles ahead. So we're both fitness experts. This is what we've both been doing pretty much our whole lives. And mm-hmm. I think on, on the outside, it looks like it's easy to, to maintain and have the motivation. And you must, you must love to exercise every day and always eat healthy and always be happy. And we both get those comments and we're like, yeah no, not all the time. Not every day we are full of enough energy to, to present ourselves that way. So I want to, I want to wrap this up with yesterday, what you share, what happened to you yesterday and how did you come to this podcast interview with Katie being back? So you, you had a, you had a, you had a tough day yesterday and what changed and what did you do to bring yourself? to Sure. So it's, it's funny. I, I, I was just, um, saying to you before we started recording that I'm like yesterday I was ready to can this interview I was like I don't want to show up I didn't want to be here I was out walking Uh, I woke up yesterday morning ready to work out and I had a workout and you're not always gonna love your workout you're not always gonna have the best workout and I didn't I got through it I did it and then I took my dog for her walk and while I was walking her my mind was just not going into a really good place. And I was just walking her, looking at her thinking, oh, I wish I was just a dog. Like, I just wish someone would take care of me. And when I came home, I started to feel that. And I, one thing I do, I am on social media and I shared a post. I shared uh, what I was going to do to try to pull out of this little, I called it a mini a mini mood or something. I don't remember what I called it. Like I'm generally a pretty happy go lucky person, but I was having a moment, human moment. And I did some things. So I, first of all, I showered and I, I got ready for the day. I did my hair and my makeup, even though I'm inside my apartment, I got ready. I then used my timer on my phone and set the timer and started cleaning and told myself, start cleaning for 20 minutes and see how that goes. Well, guess what? Cleaning felt good. So I kept cleaning. I kept resetting the timer. I ended up cleaning for an hour and that felt good. I reached out to a couple of friends, just chatted, just shared a little bit. I drank that water. I knew that getting some of those things into me were going to feel good. And I took the time to just get grateful. And I started writing and writing and writing down. And it, it, it lifted it somehow it lifted and it was through interactions with other people. So sometimes we need to reach out even on those days when you feel like, no, I don't want to talk to anybody. Those are kind of the days you might need to just reach out to a best friend, or if you don't have one, reach out to someone that, um, that, you know, might be on the other end, um, with this pandemic, it's been a lot more compounded, let's say I'm hearing it in, in um, people that I work with, people that I talk to, people are tired. Um, There's always going to be something, Lisa. And so when we have this foundation of, of moving our bodies, I ended up working out again last night too, because my workout in the morning, I wasn't even present. I just didn't feel it but it doesn't have to be a workout in that way. I ended up taking my dog for a second, really good walk. And it just felt so good. And I felt refreshed. 
So, and I had a great sleep last night. And so I woke up today like a brand new person and it was really, really good for me. I also added to my career lineup and I stepped way out of my comfort zone and I served coffee to this <laughs> um, shy of two months ago. And that was so good for me. So if your viewers are in a situation where they're able to step outside the box, step outside the normal, I stepped out and it was like, honestly, the best move I could have done in the last six months is I'm serving up coffee. I, I say I'm serving up happiness. <laughs> I bet you are. I bet you are. And, and that's, and that's another good message, Katie, to, to be open to new experiences. And you're, you're not just, you're not just making an additional income. You are fueling you know, what other parts of your, your being that requires that, right. You're getting to visit, visit other people and, and share your gift of happiness, not just serving coffee. So you're doing a plethora of things there. Um, so I'm, I'm really grateful that we've been able to chat because I think it is, it is a tough time right now. People have a layer over layer of new experiences and new challenges and new struggles. And just hearing you talk about your positivity and how you manage to keep that foundation secure so that all of that other stuff that happens, you're, you're going to be able to manage it. So you are an inspiration to me. You're a 50 year old who looks 20, who acts, <laughs> moves like a 20 year old. And that, that alone just speaks to your lifelong journey of staying healthy and being committed to your health. So I want to thank you so much for sharing just a tiny piece of your story with us because you have a big story to tell. And one day, hopefully I'll read it in a book that you might be writing. Um, that would be great. Wouldn't that be awesome? <laughs> so thank you so much, Katie. You're very welcome. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to this episode of Your Wellness. For more information on any of these episodes or to make a suggestion for a future podcast, you can send an email directly to lisa at newdaywellness.ca. That's L-I-S-A at newdaywellness.ca.